Hello. <laughs> it's Lua. And Jude. And welcome to episode four. Yeah. We're so excited. Yay. Yay. Okay. Um, we hope you had a great break and Thanksgiving and however else you may celebrate this holiday. And let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to school slash life, I guess. I don't woot, know. Woot. Rip. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So high lows, buffaloes. Yeah. Um, my high was that this past weekend, which because we're recording the week before Thanksgiving, we're recording a week prematurely because we don't know how to record over Thanksgiving break yet being in separate locations. Yeah. But post Thanksgiving break, we're going to be recording on Tuesdays nights and then the episode's going to be coming out that Sunday. Yeah. So we'll get back to like yeah. a good schedule. We will not be a week ahead. Yes. Yeah. But right now um, I spent the this last weekend in New York. And I got to see a magic show by Aussie Wind called Aussie Wind's Inner Circle. Um, and I highly recommend you go see the show. I think it was a pretty powerful magic show. Um, I think that, like, the tricks he did himself, like, alone were pretty cool. Like, they were pretty magnificent. But, like, what was really impressive is that he completely shifted the concept of a deck of cards. So, like... Hmm. Instead of having a deck of cards that's numbered ace through king of hearts, clubs, and spades, and diamonds, he used a deck of cards created by the audience. And oh. So every single night, the show is different. That's really cool. It's really cool. And that's cool for him. Yeah, it's way more fun for him. Yeah. And it's more fun for the audience because like, you can't go to an hour and a half long show and watch a magician shuffle a deck of cards. Yeah. But when Without the being number- like on some drugs. Yeah, like someday. you don't do that. Like magicians <laughs> change the magic. Yeah. Um, but the way that he did it is the audience comes into the theater mm-hmm. and they get a playing card that's blank and they write down their name. And so he's using everyone who enters every single person that enters. Oh, so there's like a hundred playing cards with different names. Yeah. And so he's doing magic tricks with a hundred cards rather than 52. And every single card is an audience member. That's really cool. It's really cool. That reminds me of that bit. What's that bit that you showed me that's on Netflix? Middle Ditch? Oh, where um, it's like the wedding middle, and they're middle ditch and Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're using all I really recommend that guys. improv. It's yeah. long form Im- improv, long form improv. And there's like this really good like w- episode where they're the whole thing's based off a wedding. Right. But it's yeah. like with people in the audience. Oh, yeah, that's it, and then yeah. they like make a bit out. It's good. It's really funny. It's, it's yeah. I mean, it's the narcissistic aspect of art where people like right. like seeing themselves in the art. Like that's yeah. why like when people listen to music, I feel like they're like, oh, like this is relatable. Exactly. Yeah. And the podcast. Like, yeah, and yeah, so. <laughs> You're it's all <art>. narcissistic. <laughs> um, yeah, way to drive away Mr. Bean Lula. Like, okay. uh, you call name. him ugly. You say he's a narcissist. Like, what are you going to do next? <laughs> I love you. Come on the show. Okay. <laughs> um, my high was that. What was my high? I joined a band this weekend, last week, whatever. Yay. I auditioned to a band. What's the band they- called? It's called Aces Bridge Club, I think, ABC. Ooh. Um, and I'm not going to reveal too much about it because it's still in the process of developing into its fullest, truest, amazingest form. But it's very fun. Um, yeah, and that was my high. Yale. Yes. That's so exciting. Yeah. Yay. Super exciting. Yay. More to come. ABC. Woo. Hopefully okay. they won't get mad at me. You get cut. Lula gets like, cut from the band. The Her low next week is like, yeah, guys, like, <laughs> I'm done. Oh my God. Okay, do your low. Um, I'll start a band with you if the, if you get cut. No thanks. Okay. Well, I tried. Um, we're gonna be playing what is Dixie's. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Dear. My low. 
my low is, I don't know. I think that maybe I'm just in the sophomore slump. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't have a good, I don't have any, like, I just, like, the way that I've been, like, trying to explain it to myself is that, like, I'm very happy on a day-to-day basis. And I'm really, it, like, I'm really looking forward to Thanksgiving break. And I'm, like, I have things I'm looking forward to, but, like, mm-hmm. it's all sandwiched into things that I'm not looking forward to. Yeah. And, like, I'm just, like, trying to be, like, a wait. When is there, like, something to, like, look forward to and just I'm going to be happy, period, like, completely. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess maybe this summer, but, like, that's just so long. That's so far away. And, like, yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving break I'm super excited about, but then you have the final period and then, like, Christmas I'm excited for, but, like, I'm not really excited about my classes that much that mm-hmm. next semester. Like, I'm just, like, trying – like, I'm kind of in, like, a pessimistic mindset. Yeah. And, like, I'm trying to change it. I'm trying to wake up and be, like, let's go, like, have a great day. And, like, it's kind of helping, but it's also just, like, the sophomore slump. Yeah. So, it's, like, fuck. Like, is it just a level of, like, realizing that this is what the rest of life is? Of, like, there's so much good stuff and there's so much bad stuff. Like, no shit. You know what I mean? Like – I'm not trying to invalidate you, but I'm just, like, trying to rationalize it within myself. I mean, I don't think that, like, all of a sudden, like, junior year is going to feel great. Like, I don't think that. No, me neither. But I remember sophomore year in high school. It was such a shitty time for everyone. People get, I think, a little bit more like, oh, fuck. Well, I also think... Maybe that's just me projecting. Yeah, That might just be me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's true. But I also think you, like... I don't think I was down bad sophomore year. Ah, I was so down bad I'm trying to think about it. But also, like junior year was covid and senior year i mean yeah that's true like end of junior year was like are you kidding you know what i mean yeah that's true but like besides covid i probably peaked in junior and senior year yeah do you think you peaked already no okay. fuck no i refuse to accept that okay I'll that, peak that when was I'm, not me like i'm being... gonna peak when i'm like 74 yeah you heard it here first everyone okay. check back in well, when che- i'm 74 years 74 old. is there a specific month you think you're gonna peak like should i be like checking in on march april no it's probably gonna be fall oh really i feel fall. like i peak in fall okay yeah fall okay well Sounds actually good. i'm not peaking yeah right i was gonna now, say so like, it's always too cold for you like i don't fucking know <laughs> okay anyway okay um buffalo to- no i didn't do my low uh, go do your low you forgetting me. <laughs> oh my god my low was that oh my god i know what my low is last week the girl with the weakest immune system in the world me decided to get my booster and flu shot at the same time (laughs) while still being on antibiotics (laughs) and i like walked in okay first of all i made this appointment that was like narrowly like spliced between my classes and i thought it was going to be at yale health which is like (laughs) i don't know like a 15 minute walk or something i'm a slow walker it's, no it's but longer like, i feel like yeah fi- it's far. yeah it's kind of significant and i had like a very narrow time frame to get there and then get back to my class in time turns out <laughs> the actual place that i was getting the vaccines were like an extra 20 minute walk past yale health so i was ending oh, up yeah that's so what i, I was remember yeah running. that was really far like i literally was like got the shots the nurse was like, please don't get the flu shot if you have any sort of illness right now. And I was like, I don't. And she was like, it says you're on antibiotics. And I was like, mm-hmm. And she's like, are you sick? Because if you get this, it's going to make you so much sicker. And I was like, no, no, no. It's good. Like, shoot me up. So I got the shots. Then I have to run. <laughs> run to fucking class. I'm like a half, like a, what should be like a half an hour walk? Whatever. I make it to class. I start disassociating completely. Like I literally have like, 
I don't even know if it was like psychosomatic, but I literally like could not like engage with class at all. It was it was not like a like, oh, I can't pay attention to what the teacher's saying. It was like I stood up and had to like grab my chair because I thought I was going to faint. And then the next morning I woke up like with depression, basically not to exaggerate, (laughs) not to hyperbolize, but I woke up being like, I literally would rather do anything than get out of bed and do the day. Anyway, that was my low. I I don't even know how to respond to that. It's not, you're not supposed to respond. Sucky immune system. I don't think that's an immune system thing. I don't fucking, I don't, when I got my flu shot, I was like, all right. I feel like I'm going to become a case study one day. <laughs> like one day, when, probably when I'm 74, I'm going to be like, 74. why have I been sick for 74 years? The and CDC someone's gonna calls be like, you. Oh, you have the craziest immune system that's ever existed. Um, all right, Buffalo. All right, Buffalo. Um, my Buffalo is some questions that I have for you, Lula. Okay, so mm-hmm. my grandfather, shout out to my grandpa. He emailed me and was like, hey, I just listened to over one half of your and Lula's podcast. It was the first podcast I ever listened to. Oh exclamation mark. What a hoot. I'm so honored. It is so you, which Aww. is very sweet. That's very sweet. Um, and he wanted me to ask you two quick questions. Okay. So I thought that maybe you could give the answers to him on air. That'd be fun for That's really fun. everyone involved. Oh, ask, I said grandpa. Ask Lula okay. if she knows or of or has heard of Karen Houghton's interiors. No. Okay. Question mark. Or of the Ben Franklin bookstore in South Nyack. Pickwick's? I don't know what Ben Franklin bookstore is. Um, Yeah, I thought it was going to be cute because you knew the bookstore and stuff. And it was going to be like, oh, you have a cute story and it'll make him happy. You want to make up a story? <laughs> I can make up a story. I don't know what you're talking about. But there is a really cool bookshop in Nyack that I recommend called Pickwick's. Um, it's very cool because it's like super, super tall old building. So the book store is basically vertical. So like all the books are like crazy, crazy, crazy piled on top of themselves. Oh, that's cool. So that you can like barely walk in. And then like when you walk deeper into the store, you're walking under like basically archways of books. Oh, that's like, so cool. Like there's no way to explain it. And it's also so funny because the guy who works there and who has owned it and worked there forever um, is like super old and short. And he's the only one who knows where all the books are. Cause there's like no real system. They're all like really crazily. No Dewey decimal system. No. So he, you'll be like, where's this book? Like super random niche book. And he's like, ah, I got it. And he'll like waddle over and then like have to like fucking like hit it down. Cause he's like very tiny. Like it's like really a whole fiasco. It's an adventure to go in there. But Do it's a great time. Do the other books that are supporting the book that he's trying to get collapse? Sometimes. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. No, it's a whole moment. Yeah. It kind of gives me like some Harry Potter vibes, to be honest. Yes. Okay, Anyways, your sorry. buffalo. Okay, my buffalo is a book recommendation of a book that I've never read. Um, oh, my favorite. Basically, <laughs> basically, my lovely, lovely, lovely bestie, Grace, from home, um, she listen to our podcast shout out grace shout out grace and the episode two episodes ago about art to love art is to fear it i think we called it she sent me this book called art and fear observations on the perils parentheses and rewards of art making 
by David Bales and Ted Orland. And she said it's a very, very good book for Ooh. people like us and like herself who are trying to like reconcile art and being creative and like not really having time and then also putting yourself out there and what the whole vulnerability thing means and like she said it's super quick and easy to read and like not how easy to read i don't know <laughs> like you don't have to follow a through line like you can oh read you can it just and like then pick like up put, different yeah, chapters exactly um so anyway i'm gonna try and read it um over thanksgiving break which hasn't happened yet <laughs> but but maybe I will have read it by the time you're listening to this. Hopefully. Um, I'm very into it. So, yeah, that's my Buffalo. That's my wreck from Grace. Love Thank you. Thank you, Grace. Woo. Okay. Um, purge. I don't have much to purge about, to be honest, Lula. I don't have really. Yeah. As you're hitting your temple. Yeah. <laughs> your little eye is twitching. And you're like, like, I don't have a lot to purge. No, I don't. I don't. I'm really ready for a break. Yeah. And excited for a break and counting down the days that's good um Your i turn. could always purge i guess um i don't know i think my i think i've already said this uh in an episode but i'm just like very frustrated with uh like really loving all the things that i'm involved in here and then like not having time to put as much energy into all of them as I wish I could, which is just like sad. And I don't know. I've been like, okay, so like today, I've just had a very long day. Everyone can probably tell my energy is super low right now, but I've been like waking up earlier um, out of necessity, which is kind of ass. But like, I've actually overall very much enjoyed it. Like today, um, for one of my classes, I had to go observe a new haven high school and like how the class was run and like engagement with students and like dealing with different like socioeconomic disparities in new haven which are like very prevalent is that the right word good word is that the right word okay yay um anyway woke up it was 30 degrees out i had to walk like 35 minutes which was like a really enjoyable walk to be honest but i was just like this sucks and i'm like starting my day tired And then I've been, like, I'm good at procrastinating, but that also means that I, like, wake up late and then get, like, mad at myself for not giving myself enough time to get ready. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's becoming a thing of, like, I set, like, five alarms now, and it's, like, so that I can sleep till the fifth one. Mm. But then, like, when I wake up by the fifth one, I have to be out the door in 20 minutes, which is, like... You set five alarms? Yeah. Which is, like, not... How do you know to wake up on the fifth one, not the fourth one, or the sixth one? It's actually crazy. Well, like, I wake up and turn them off. But like yeah. somehow I'm keeping tra- I don't yeah, know. Yeah, somehow you're keeping track that this is the fifth one. Now I actually have to get up. Hmm. I told you I'm going to be a case study one day. 74. Um, <laughs> the peak of your life. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. I'll just say I'm really tired and I've been enjoying my morning time a lot more. Um, and I would rather be like awake in the early hours more than I normally and currently am. But then... I realized why I don't do this, and it's because I have stuff till midnight every day of the week. Yeah. Like, everyone here who is involved in theater or, like, music or any sort of shows or, like, film in any way starts past 10 p.m. Like, and it's not one's fault because there's so much going on. This is not an accusatory blaming moment. This is because I would be blaming myself. Like This is a purge. Yeah, it's a purge. I'm just like, 
frustrated that to do all the things I am loving doing, which I'm very grateful to have the opportunities to be doing, I have to get like four hours of sleep and then I don't enjoy the things that I'm doing. And then I stop signing up for things and then I'm not doing anything that I'm enjoying. So <sighs> just a question. Okay. Do you think you would enjoy your activities that you did more if you did less of them? Like, is this just your body and your brain no. telling you to, like, take one thing off your plate? No. Okay. I think I would enjoy it more if I didn't go to class. I mean, That's what I should take off my plate. Okay. I support that. But I'm already failing, so I don't really... <laughs> so, oops. <laughs> I already took that off my plate, I think. Um, I don't know. I just have, like, three more essays due this week, so that kind of sucks. But yeah. it's a great time, honestly. Like, I like what I'm writing about. That's even the... Ugh, whatever. My purge is over. Okay. I'm just low energy. So the purge is you like too many things and you're too excited that yeah. it's kind of not exciting anymore. And now stressful. But it's not stressful. I'm just tired. Okay. Yeah. I support that. Okay. Thanks. Geeking out. Geeking out. I think that you should definitely start this one. But we're talking about phones. Everyone's favorite thing to hate. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and social media. And... And that's it. Yeah. Really social media in the context of phones. But yeah. I have more to say on Yeah. I think you should start with your phone. Than bit. social media. And I have more to say about social media. So Perfect. There we go. So we'll have an episode. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Um, phones. Oof. Um, so yeah, I know I've alluded to it in some of the podcast episodes, but I was not allowed to get a phone until I returned 18 years old, which is fucking insane. Um... I, it started as a phone-free rule my parents set when I was super young. Uh, they were worried about, like, cell phone radiation, but that quickly, like, did not become the issue because they ended up getting phones themselves, and it just became more like, we don't want you to be addicted to a device. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I grew up when, like, the iPhone was, like, kind of slowly, like, dominating the world. Like, it mm-hmm. slowly became, like, the thing every single person had in their pockets. And I watched as every single one of my peers got phones and I didn't. And yes, there were so many, so many, so many fights with my parents because it sucked. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's part of the hard part is that like if every single person in society does have one of these devices, you're just left out. And like I don't I that's I I still blame that for the reason I don't really know music. I didn't understand pop culture references. I didn't get invited to some parties because I just, no one knew how to contact me. Or maybe I just wasn't cool. Who knows? so cute. (laughs) Um, And it fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, And now I got a phone when I turned 18 and I'm addicted to my phone. Um, I have some social medias, specifically Instagram. I never downloaded TikTok because I knew I would get super addicted because I watched as all my friends became super addicted. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy that I would want to go back to when I was young and like, I would like, I would beg my mom and dad to let me have a phone and like, I would beg them to take it away from me. But like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, I bring my phone everywhere. I don't like everywhere. Like you, I need it to get into like every, everything, all my life is on my phone. Yeah. Um, like I can't even get into a Yale building without my phone. No. So it's just like, it's this not like I've put invested so much of myself and my time and everything I have into the phone that like, now I can't get away from it. And that is the same model that these social media companies use where you put so much time, you get these followers or you like make these con, you make this content and you can't leave anymore. Yeah. Um, 
So what does it sound like? It sounds like a fucking addiction. <laughs> Can you tell the story of you walking around with your computer? Oh, yeah. Um, Not to laugh at your pain. No, 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 no. This is it's a good... This the is the cutest image. So I needed to have some social life. So oh on, on Fridays, I would like take my computer out at 310, which is when I got out of school, and I'd walk around campus like FaceTiming my friends, trying to make plans, figuring out like, oh, whose car should I get in? Like I, anything. Um, on your computer. On my computer. Yeah. To clarify. So I'm just walking around campus <laughs> like one hand. Uh, yeah. And like there's nothing to do about it. Like it was just my my reality. And I'm sorry for laughing. No, please do. I think it's kind of funny. Like I think there were so many benefits to not having a phone. Mm-hmm. Like I, my favorite example to like bring up because no, like everyone like kind of squirms when I say this. Okay. Is like I would go to restaurants and when my friend, like just if I was with a friend and my friend went to the bathroom. Yep. And I would just sit there and think. <laughs> like what? Tell me when the last time you just sat but in a restaurant now, and think. You're the best person ever to go get meals with because we go to a restaurant and you're like, okay, everyone put their phones away. Oh, I fucking hate phones at meals. Yeah. Like my, that was a rule in my house for like, that was the one thing that would really like, I remember like my dad, like my dad like never gets upset and he would like get upset about that. So would my mom. But it was like, it stood out that like in the house, it was like no phones at the table. Like even like if I took my phone on to like look something up, Mm. it would be like, no like, we're not doing that. There's no need. Yeah. Like, why, why do you need that information at this current moment? I, yeah. yeah, like, my biggest pet peeve right now at restaurants is these QR code menus. Yeah, and but that was good during COVID. It was good during COVID, and I get it, and it actually saves paper. But every single time I go to a restaurant with a group of people, I always ask for restaurant, like, for menus, like, paper menus. Because it immediately takes the social connection of a meal off. Like, all of a sudden, everyone's pulling out their phones and looking at the QR code and looking at the menu and then responding to their texts. And, like, it takes, like, 20, 10 minutes for people to put their phones away, even if that. Yeah. Like, it, that's not why I'm going to get a meal with you. I'm going to get a meal with you to, like, Hear about your day and connect, connect face to face. Yeah. I can FaceTime you if we want to just talk yep. via phone. Yeah. Um, so I learned how to sit with my own thoughts. I learned to talk to people. I learned how to ask for directions because I didn't have any phone. I got lost so many times driving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think there were a <laughs> lot of benefits. Mo- I don't know. My mom refuses to use anything other than paper maps. Wow. That's like, crazy. Like not really, but like, yeah. That's like, like there worse times, than just going for it. <laughs> no, because, well, because she used to be a tour manager before oh. phones existed. Yeah, so she's probably and so good. Like, like, I remember when she like gave, I like, when I learned to drive, I took like her old car and I remember she like, st- she's like, okay, I put everything you need in it, like stacks of paper fucking maps. And I was like, mom, <laughs> if I'm lost, I am not going to get out, pull over on the throughway, open up the trunk take out giant paper maps and try and figure out where I am according to the fucking river and stars. Like, it is kind of crazy. Have you ever used a paper map? Yes, because I've been lost with my mom. With, oh, like, so no with cell service. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever... I don't even know how to... I would, ne- I would exactly. be so lost. But, but that's even, crazy. Like, 20 years ago? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. 10 okay. years ago? Yeah. I had two things that popped up when you were talking. Okay. Can please, I share? Please. Okay. One of them, when you brought up the QR things... I was going to be like, yeah, it's so annoying to have to use the QR because then you like, you're trying to look at the menu. You're trying to talk to people in some sort of way and have like notifications popping up on your phone. It made me think that like 
I should bring up. I feel like it's relevant. My phone, as of like, I don't know, August, is always on Do Not Disturb. Yeah, I love Do Not Disturb. I like use it. I think more than anyone I know. Like I don't you know. You are the, always. On I do don't. That. I actually don't know the last time I turned it off. Like I put people in my favorites who I like need their call to go through, but like no one's text goes through. Yeah. And I like the update thing of like notify anyway. When someone's on Do Not Disturb, you Me know too. what I mean? Like, Except I it doesn't really work, I don't think. No, it does work. Okay. I think I, if both people have the update, People don't works. respond to me. <laughs> Maybe I just Fuck. notify anyway and no one... <laughs> God, that's so sad. Okay, that's not true. Um. Anyway. Anyway. I think it's, like, very interesting because my mom has always said to me, like... I mean, this is a bigger thing about myself, probably, and just, like, people-pleasing, blah, blah, blah. But my mom has always been like, you need to train people to like not expect immediate responses from you. I agree with that. Like my, and this was before I like started this whole do not disturb thing. But my mom was like, like when my friends text me or call me, they know not to expect a response for like multiple hours, like a few hours. Which is normal. Right. Like, I don't know why like, that's she was crazy. Like, why would I be attached to a fucking like ai device yeah. at all times so that everyone can reach me at every second like that is just you are so agreeing to like not living in the present yep. like that is the standard that you have set for yourself that anyone can reach you at any time in the world literally that's the power of the phone at this point like your brain will always be focused some segment of it some yeah. part of your attention will always be thinking oh what's that like who just vibrated yeah, in my pocket exactly. whatever it is like, exactly you're never fully and in the moment it used to be like so like dominating force in my mind of like even i remember when i started have having to undisturb on at all times i would like impulsively check my notifications yeah like i like literally without noticing like i'd like in a because meeting it's or something a drug. And check. yeah because yeah. your brain it's such it's a reward system yeah it is and also there are always notifications about something yeah like it's crazy like most if i sleep in i wake up to like 70 texts oh it's the worst when you wake up to like 70 texts and you have and to like respond 30, to all of them 30 new fucking canvas notifications yeah. and then like 100 emails and the texts are all like urgent 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 because i haven't been awake hello anyway so let's i mean Wait, yeah i go. had another thing that say your up. other thing please i'm I sorry remember- i interrupted you i'm a, I'm a bad man i'm a bad man <laughs> You. my dad said that i bully you too much on the podcast i don't think i do it's two-sided i think we honestly Voters. just cut out your bullying of me whoa whoa now she's gaslighting me okay. guys anyway um <laughs> i remember once i told for some reason i don't know my dad and i were talking about phones i think this was over fall break um and something we're talking about you something somehow i mentioned to him very loosely that you didn't have a phone till you were 18. And he was like, oh, that's such a Seattle thing. Yeah. And I was Kinda like, is. what do you mean? Yeah, right? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you know, there are like so many like incredibly smart tech savvy parents who like do not let their kids have fucking phones. Yep. And it's so, it was so interesting to me of like people who are conscious of tech well, and like very smart humans generally. I don't know if you saw Social Dilemma. The movie yeah, on Netflix. I did. Yeah. But like those Facebook 
engineers and those Instagram engineers didn't let their children go on these social media sites. Yeah. Which I think lets you like talk to me about social media, Lula. The spawn of all hell. I don't know. I mean, it's so powerful. Um, I generally hate it. Um, I think I have a, obviously, as most people do, a complex relationship with it. That's kind of stupid to say. But, like, I think, I guess I'll say, I think part of my complex feelings about it um, are because of music and, Mm. like, how it is such a platform for, like, basically anyone to become famous. Like, I was going to say anyone with talent. But, like, people can use the fact, like, consciously use the fact that they're not good at, like, some niche to create another niche. And then they're fucking hosting the Met Gala for no fucking reason. And, like, I don't know. I had a, like, I remember I used to have, like, a singing account when I, like, I don't know, was in, like, middle school or I think middle school. And then, like, deleted it in, like, early high school or something. Where I would just, like, post covers. And it was always, like, trying to, like accumulate the right hashtags that i saw on other Mm -hmm. posts blowing up and then like i remember always having this like internal debate of like should i post the singing videos on like my real instagram air quotes real Mm. or like create a separate account for music or like should they both be on the same thing or then like i'd have freak out about like posting my music on my main account that has like i don't know like almost two thousand followers or something because it's just like people from all aspects of my life um and most of the people who follow me follow me because they know me I'm not talking about the singing account anymore it's deleted most of the people who follow me now follow me because they know me in some way from some part of life and are not following me to hear my music you know Mm -hmm. what I mean they're following me as like a person for whatever the reasons may be like Yale I feel like a lot of the time it's networking stuff people follow each other or like, oh, I met you. Like, I'm going to request you because what if we run into each other? And then like it's, somehow it'll be less awkward because we are mutuals. Like, I don't fucking know. No, it's literally just habit. Like, yeah. it's just like what you do. Yeah, there's so many reasons why like you would follow someone. But like, I I don't know. I just have always had this issue with like what to post and what not to post. And then I get like very frustrated because like innately, I don't want to use social media to post music yeah like i feel like it does not it is not a confected whoa it is not an effective way of conveying Mm -hmm. what the like experience of art is yes i I feel like that's a huge overgeneralization that i just made but i kind of agree though like at least okay i'll make it more personal like i think i can definitely consume art through social media I'd be like, that's so cool. Like, but I definitely you're consuming follow so many. You exactly. just said it. You're not experiencing exactly. it. Exactly. Like, that's the issue. You exactly. swipe on TikTok, and when you're satisfied, you're satisfied. And when you're not, you're not. Yeah. You're not sitting with the unsatisfaction. Art's supposed to make right. you feel like, oh, I like this. Ooh, I hate this. Yeah. And, like, experience it. You're not just exactly. supposed to fuck. So that's not and if conducive I'm like, to art. And if I'm, like, writing a song that I want to be relatable, I want to be singing it for people and like see them like singing it to them like I'm not trying to like record in my fucking like sitting in my bathtub or something to get like good acoustics 
for like 600 takes and then like by the take that the audio is good like the emotion is completely gone and then random people will be commenting stuff and then I'll get like freaked out because a video blows up so some creepy guys start DMing me like it's just like all like not I don't know just ruins it (laughs) I agree um and I think there's a lot uh, not a lot I was gonna say there's a lot of positive things to say about social media um but I think well, name one because I'm now that's lost, what I was going to say just said the art, but because I think that all of art. them. Well, that's what I was going to say, that there's a lot of positive things to say about it, but that all of those come with like overarchingly negative things. So I that's why I took it back. I so I have redownloaded. I want to let you keep going, but I do want to no, pause I'm on done. this tangent. Don't, I'm done. OK. Um, I deleted Instagram over the summer and was so fucking happy about it. And I redownloaded Instagram. For the podcast specifically, just because I have to do posts and stuff. And like, I am really considering deleting it again and just trying to see if I can do the posts via my like Instagram on my computer. You so can. Because I'm, I mean, disregarding, like, I don't particularly, I want to hear your experience because there's been a lot of research that's come out that specifically for teenage girls, for teenage guys, it seems to be a lot more gaming and online like Mm -hmm. communities, forums for gaming. But for teenage girls, there was a huge negative correlation to mental health. I just am like, I don't personally maybe feel like I have a negative mental health when I'm looking at Instagram. I'm not like, oh, oh, I missed out on this or I missed out on this. But I don't want to waste my fucking time looking at this shit. Like the time that I like any time that I'm like waiting in line for the commons food, I see myself just like whipping out my phone and just like checking Instagram just like a minute. Yeah. But like maybe I should just sit there and sit with my thoughts mm-hmm. and like listen to just the sounds and not pull out my phone. Yeah. So I'm thinking about deleting it. That's all. Cause I don't get, I don't get any point of Instagram. I don't get, I don't get it. If I need something, if I need to look someone up, sure. I'll do it on my computer. Mm -hmm. Like how was your experience as a teenage girl on Instagram? I was going to say, I remember in seventh grade, the cops came to my school because this girl's nudes were sent around. Mm. So we were 13. Mm. My God. And like that was through Snapchat. Um, It's terrible. <laughs> what? And I don't like that this conversation is so like um, male or female centered. It but, shouldn't and be. And it, it shouldn't be. But like, yes, definitely with like young girls, the internet is so bad and terrifying. Yeah. And all people true and all and women of all ages yep women identifying people of all ages um yeah it was it was i think it's really interesting like i think we might be the only generation to grow up with that developing under us do you know what i mean like i'm sure there will be something else but I don't think the next generation is going to be 13 and people being like, oh, is social media bad? Like, is an app that literally exists for pictures that disappear going to be bad for <laughs> middle schoolers? Yeah. Like, I don't think. I mean, the that... research out, like everyone, like it's out. No, I know. But I'm saying that's why it's so interesting because like that is all we know. But nothing like what's changing? 
No, I, I know. That's like not my point. I don't know what's changing. Okay. I mean that like, I think it's interesting that we were the first. Th- we have no one to relate to who's yeah. older. Okay. That's no fair. one has gone through. Yes. Gro- even people five years older than us. Yeah. Like don't like, I remember over the summer, like I worked in this restaurant and like all the other waitresses were older than me and like they still use Snapchat, but they used it so differently because it had never been what it was for me. Like I do not go on Snapchat anymore at all. Like everyone's like, oh my God, you take me off your private story. I'm like, no, I don't fucking go on that app. Like it, I don't know. It's just so scary to be honest Mm -hmm. and so toxic and bad. Instagram, scary in different ways. Um, It's like, I think Instagram, what a lot of people focus on and what it is true about it is like comparison and like body image and like I think that's a lot of the conversations about girls and Instagram is like mm-hmm. them hating themselves because they're not like looking or living how other girls are Pose. looking and living. Yeah. Even if that's not true. Yeah. Which is the point I was going to make. None of it is fucking true. Like, bruh, I remember in like ninth grade, I like first got Instagram or something. I edited the fuck out of my pictures. Are you <laughs> kidding me? And like now it's like it's also pose some really interesting arguments because now okay i have a public account and like sometimes i post music on it which is why it was public and my i like now i like post you know i'll post a casual bikini picture sometimes and it's like post some very difficult interesting conversations with like my mom Mm -hmm. and like family members who follow me who like see me pretty nude online um and like it's interesting because like for me i'm like no this is like liberating like i'm like Mm. not like i'm literally posting like what i look like Mm -hmm. and that is like a thing to be doing which sucks that that's a thing to be doing yeah because then what came before that that's making me do that but like yeah it's a whole other experience of like i remember like the first picture i posted i think that was like in in a bikini but like not edited maybe was like going into freshman year of college i think wow like senior summer not that i was editing my photos that whole time i just stopped posting like i <laughs> stopped, let me post. be clear <laughs> i stopped editing in freshman year but then i like stopped posting pictures like that cuz i was really not confident at all mm-hmm. and obviously i'm still juggling with that like body image is such a huge thing and like body dysmorphia blah 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 um but I remember, like, summer going into freshman year, I posted one. And it was, like, had, like, 30 cents or something. Mm. And I, like, had a panic attack. But then I was, like, and my mom was, like, oh, my God, you have to delete that. Like, it's probably, like, creepy old men sending you to, like, other men. And, like, it probably is. Um, but it also felt, like, liberating in a weird way. Yeah. Well, Not you were the posting yourself. Yeah, but you just, like, authentic. this is what it's supposed to be, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> And I think something so interesting about it, too, is that, like, I remember this summer when I was home was, like, first summer being home since school, obviously. And, like, seeing all these people, specifically girls from high school, posting stuff in their first year also. And then coming home and seeing them in passing and being like, you do not fucking look like you do online. Like, and I had spent, like, significant moments 
during my first year like being so down bad about like these people are doing so much better than me like they've had the craziest glow ups like they're going to the gym eight days a week and like all this stuff and it was just like yeah to push that further i like saw all my friends post and i was like oh my god they're having so much fun Mm -hmm. like what i thought freshman semester freshman fall was supposed to be hard like i like (laughs) i'm not having that much fun we were all struggling together and then i went home and everyone was like i'm so struggling No, everyone was like i'm dropping out actually and i was and i looked at these instagram (laughs) posts and i was like this doesn't add up like so why are we pretending we're having one more plus fun? one does not equal two like that's yeah. not authentic and nope. like i get it i choose the fun photos the good memories to post too like we all do but it's a drug and i think that's accurate that's a whole other point that yeah. i want to bring up yeah of like this new trend that i take part in too of like air quotes casual photo dumps is the craziest social media phenomenon i don't really ever. know what that is yeah good for you it's like like is it just photos it's like okay so instagram used to be much more like you were supposed to like look like a model right like you are posing a picture that like everyone knows that you posed for yeah. and like edited with like various filters whatever the new thing is to be like posting in a way that looks like it's casual like people will be like camera roll dump, including myself. Oh, I think and it's I do that. Where I just like, like post photos that I like. Yeah, but it's supposed to be like casual. What your life is like. Oh, and like, okay. No, it's not. like yeah. You know what I'm saying? It. Like somehow it's made it even worse because like before, at least we knew it that was everyone fake. was posing and it was fake. And now, now people are trying to we're make pretending it- that the authentic stuff is authentic. No, now we're pretending that the fake stuff is authentic instead of just accepting that it's fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so weird. Like, people will just post, like, a picture of, like, leaves and, like, cereal and then, like, them with, like, $4,000 worth of jewelry on, like, sitting in the car in, like, a pose that's supposed to look casual. And then, like, a window. And you're like, oh, my God, look at her life. And it's just, like, bizarre. I mean, so strange. I think that that's what be real also like feeds into. Oh my god, I never got that fucking app. Thank God, literally. Wait, really? No, I, I you never. You so got feel it. like a be real girl. Okay, fuck you. I was sitting <laughs> high five. I literally have never gotten it. So I downloaded it, and within like two weeks, I deleted it. I think it is the stupidest fucking app. First of all, if you're real, don't fucking pull out your phone at meals and leave the moment to take a photo of what we're doing. Why is there an option in an app called Be Real? To not take the photo yeah. in the time. Because then I know so many fuckers that go and take a photo when they look like they're having fun Bro, and look like, like they're having a pe- special life. And people life. talk about it. People will be like, oh my god, it's be real time. They're like, wait, let me say that till later. What? Yeah. So, I don't know. Fuck that. That's just like the Fuck epitome. Everything. It's the epitome of social media and my dislike and distaste for it. But, that is really a good point. I forgot about be real. Yeah. And it's fucking crazy. God. It's the crazy. It's fucking doomed. Yeah. And I think that like... It makes us just consider what now. Like, I don't know, like, trigger warning. I think this is a really sad fucking topic. But there's been a lot of fucking suicide because of these platforms. Yeah. And, like, Molly Russell was in the news headlines recently. And, like, it's fucking heartbreaking. And these kids, these young children are really, like, they're, they're going through puberty with this technology. And we did this, Lula. And it fucking sucks. 
And like, I feel like I was like, I watched so many of my friends go through such hard times because of social media. And I was so thankful not to have social media. Like at times I really wanted it, but like, oh my God, is it an awful, awful, awful drug. Yeah. And like, it's crazy, crazy. It's literally inescapable. And it feels like we're going to look back at this. I think we're already looking back at this and seeing the Sackler kind of like opioid crisis again, where like people were just throwing, throwing this technology at these kids, throwing this technology at people and then looking and being like, oh, wait, fuck, we might have fucked up. Oh, wait, look what we did. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's super fucking sad and concerning. And like, I don't first of all know why the government hasn't said like 16 years older or younger, no technology, because like. I don't, I'm still can, like struggling. I mean, like we're not allowed to drink till we're 21. We're not allowed to smoke cigarettes yeah. until we're 18. This is a drug. But social media and you can go fight in the fucking war. So then this kind of leads to the bigger question that I have for you. Okay. There's this show on Netflix called The G Word with Adam something. He's the guy who's like from College Humor, the Adam ruins, ruins everything guy. Okay. Oh. I've heard of Adam Rooms, I think. I don't, okay. blah, 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 but I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. But he poses this really interesting. I mean, he's talk. He talks about how technology, a lot of technology, is all result of the government creating technology first. Like GPS was invented by the government for war, right? Mm. And then it comes into the mainstream technology, and we're like, oh my god, I love it so much for ways. <laughs> and I love some ways. I'll fuck up some oh, ways. I hate ways. I'm I... such an Apple Maps guy. So you get lost. Okay, keep going. I mean, I don't get lost. Okay, keep going. Oh, I kind of do get lost. Okay, but my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna pull out a paper map. <laughs> like, I'm not that desperate. <laughs> I'd rather pull Love to the side mom. of the road. I'd rather pull to the side She's of the road. She's also started. Let me give her some credit because she's gonna yell at me for this. She started using some tech. Everyone, okay. okay? No one be concerned for Mel. I'm proud, but. There have been some bumpy times. Okay, go. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying. And I think that it poses an interesting question, which is if technology is designed for war, and you said it well, there are a ton of benefits about technology. There's no question that technology has changed the world in so many ways for the better. But it also has caused a lot, a lot of harm. And like we keep we don't even understand all the negative externalities still and there's still going to be we're going to keep learning and as we keep innovating we're going to keep seeing them and in some ways it kind of feels like we're like we're kind of creating and building and innovating to kind of kill ourselves and that's super sad and like we can't just stop innovating because then someone else will and then war and then we lose like that's just how fucking like human nature works and it's sad. Mm -hmm. But, like, what are we supposed to do then? Are we just supposed to accept all of this, like, tech that's, like, going to have so many negative externalities? Like, we don't even – we can't even begin to understand the negative externalities of AI and the metaverse and all of these crazy technologies that are coming out and VR. Like, there's going to be so many problems with them that we cannot even – imagine no one would have looked when the iphone came out and been like well social media is gonna affect teenagers brains and really make them dep-. like no it was like cell phone Except radiation the people who knew it was the best money-making scheme in the world i think they knew not when the, when the iphone came out people were worried about okay, iphone true. radiation okay but when the first, when social media yes. came out sure like when it became all about advertisement and it became as yeah. human beings and like became commodities yeah. because our attention was being sold 
I gen no matter what good can come of it, I do not think it makes people happier. I agree. And like, I'm not saying like there are some things that we need tech for. And I'm not going to say like we should have just like gone back to the fucking Stone Ages and like whatever. That's not really my argument. But I also like overall, as we're fucking recording a podcast, wish everyone was more unplugged. Yeah. And I like, mean, I don't know. I fully agree with that. I think that like. I reflected on this a little bit like this summer I've started because I think that you and I get in this like kind of habit of just like shit talking and being like really like passionate about what we're talking about. Yeah. But then like what? What? OK. So what? Then we're like, like OK. The end. Yeah. Like tech is still going to keep growing. Yeah. We're going to still post on our Instagrams and like try to like be like, oh, new episode out. Like there's like it's it's hard. We're, we're in the system because it is like it has become one of the only ways to go beyond what you can do alone and to live yeah. like your phone like everything is on that phone yeah. like how did you wake up today my phone alarm like how are you like it's just like sad and it's yeah. true and so i'm just <laughs> no. gonna say that my goal is that i'm gonna try and take some more like intentional time away from my phone like this summer, I tried doing it and it really was scary, but it also felt really good. Like mm-hmm. I went on walks without a phone. Mm-hmm. Like I left my phone in my room. Mm-hmm. And like. Remember I started doing that last year? No, I didn't know you did that. Where I would like come. Like there would be days where my phone would die because I was on it so much. <laughs> in like the middle of the day. And I'd be like, oh, this is a sign to like not use it. And I would like take my ID out of my phone case. And oh, then like cool. do the rest of the day without my phone. Like yeah, I should do that. Yeah. Like I don't know why like I care so much about letting every single person reach me it just stresses me out and also like as if they can't reach us through our computers yeah. is the other thing that's what's also crazy is yeah it's not like i'm like like yeah. it's not even just a phone thing yeah okay <sighs> okay i feel like that was a good little geeking out section i don't yeah, know i think that was good okay should we do we play we should do some we play can i do my we play first please it's very related so i got this app guys <laughs> not sponsored it's instagram i swear no listen no it's actually combating instagram my instagram addiction okay um it's called uh i think it's called like no (laughs) fuck off i think it's called like zen coloring or something and it's just like one of those like adult color by number books so fun that's like very intricate so fun um most of them go up to like 90 colors or something. So it could like take you a good amount of time. Um, and I got it because the last two weeks I've had like multiple, multiple huge essays due every week. And I was getting into this crazy thing. Okay, so I use like the Pomodoro method sometimes. Pomodoro, Pomodoro. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. It's like when you like work for 25 minutes and then break for five or, like, work for 20 and break for 10. Spritz. And you do that for, like, three hours or something. Okay. Yeah. And, like, it's just a way of, like, helping you stay more focused when you're doing work and then, like, giving yourself breaks. Um, and I, like, found that on all my breaks I was going on Instagram. And mm. then closing Instagram, being depressed, and then typing and being depressed. So instead, during – I also always listen to music when I work. But I listen to, like <laughs> – yeah, like Nicki sure. Minaj uh, or like Mario Kart music. Uh, like that's the one I was grind. waiting for. Mario Kart speed run um, gets the essays done. But anyway, so I've started now in my breaks switching to like 
very chill like acoustic soundtracks and then coloring for like 10 minute breaks and then I go back to typing and it makes me enjoy the essay so much more like it's like actually like recharging and that was my play so I was like I have this like silly little coloring app I love it that's like not insanely significant in any way but it was just such a better form of like escaping going on my phone as a break like that is not a break nope okay that was it that's great play thanks um my play is that i got to cook pod cu in Mm. new york and yeah that's kind of it i'm really that makes it sound like you were in a restaurant no i was (laughs) no i got to cook pod cu for myself there we go and it was so much play because i don't know cookie cooking is like just like play i don't know it's been really like it just is calming it's like something that i get to do just for fun and it's delicious and i get to be a little creative and i don't know i'm really vibing with it and i want to pursue it more so yay yeah that's so fun you should make us some just friends meet up jude cooks pads you for himself and we all watch him eat okay ready i was like are you really gonna get me to cook for like mr bean and you that's gonna be a lot (laughs) I feel like we're using – I feel like I'm using the Mr. Bean joke too much. But, hey. You're using it a good amount. Today, my dad called me and he was like, did Mr. Bean listen to your podcast? <laughs> One of these times. What if? Oh, it'd be so cool. I would die. <clears throat> Is it weird that he's my childhood hero? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Mind meld. Let's okay, play. Let's do it. Um. Okay. Okay, think. Okay. I have one. All right. Three – Two, one, sushi. Chair. Chair and sushi. Okay. Three, two, one, restaurant. restaurant. Let's go! Ah! Two fucking goes. Okay. That's good. That was impressive. That was really good. Okay. So okay. what's your favorite restaurant, Lula? No, that's so lame. Wait, really? I have a better question. Okay. If you could open a restaurant. Much better. Thank you. <laughs> Just because you did this to me last no, week. No, I. Like, like that could, was so bad. No, you're so allowed okay. to do this. If you could open a restaurant, what type of cuisine would it be? And what position would you have? Like, would you want to be like a host? Oh, such would a good question. Would you want to be a waiter? Would you want to be the chef? Would you want to, like, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Ooh, okay. Can this like not be about like my like what I could cook or like what I would like it's just like oh, yeah. what I would want. No, if you're like cuisine. a magic chef. Like, magic chef. Yeah. Okay. I would want it to be a Thai restaurant because Thai is my favorite cuisine and I would like eat it forever and ever and ever and never get bored. And I would want to be the plater. I think I would like want to be like mm, do creative that's plating. So good for you. Um and um yeah, I my mouth is salivating now. I'm thinking about a shoot. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what the name would be yet though. So I'll no, that's okay. keep you posted. I don't have what about either. you, Lula? Okay, I would do some form of like Latin Latinx food. Ooh, okay. I don't know what it would be, but my mom has like the craziest best guacamole recipe oh my I've God. ever, ever, ever had. And I've like learned how to make it and it's so fucking good like casey came over during fall break and had it and was like this is the best guac i've ever had wait can and we she's do like, like a potluck yeah can like i make pod to you yeah. and you make guac yeah. and we just eat no it's insane oh we're so doing and that. so i don't know what 
I don't know what specifically it would be. Like I was going to say Mexican restaurant, but then that means like Tex-Mex. So I don't really know. But something that involves the the guac. And I think I would be a host. You'd be a host? Yeah. I really like greeting people. I like And like that seeing people you. that come in. What if you were the guacamole maker slash hostess? Yeah. I stand at the host stand making guac. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, my I dream like that. life. <sighs> okay. Um. So that's the question for our listeners. All right. What type of restaurant would you open? Yeah. Think about it. Be? Okay. All right. That was it. Um. Thank you all so much for listening. Welcome back to school slash yeah. regular post-Thanksgiving life, I guess, if you celebrate. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, love you guys. Love you. Bye! Also, just want to give a huge shout out to Arden for doing our podcast art. Yes! Um, she is an awesome artist. She goes here to Yale, and I'm proud to call her a friend, so... Just shout out at Arden. So fucking talented. We love you. We love you, Arden. Okay. Bye again. Bye.